Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. And welcome back to the Lisa Wexler Show. I just want to wish everybody a really happy Thanksgiving. Tony Boucher will be with us any moment. I know that she's in studio. Here's my beautiful friend, Tony. My beautiful powerhouse friend. I call Tony the ever-ready battery because this woman never stops. She is something else. Tony, Tony Boucher, I feel like I should have flowers for you. And I meant to and I don't have them, so I apologize. Here are my imaginary flowers. Congratulations on your recent victory and running. Running, and I'm sure you were happy to run uncontested with a sure win because your town loves you so much as the first selectman of Wilton. Congratulations to you. Well, Lisa, thank you so very much. Something must be happening in the universe because I didn't expect this at all. I thought my time in public service was completed. It's time for a new generation. And I thought, you know, having 16 runs and 14 wins, it's a good (laughs) record to retire on. Yeah, it is. But this one was had to have been really sweet because it's your hometown. They love you so much they didn't even oppose you. (laughs) Well, it was back to the future. Although there was opposition, they just happened to drop out. Oh, how nice for you. There's always controversy in small towns and big cities, of course, and politics Everything can change on a headline or a dime, I tell people. (laughs) This is true. Tony, by the way, before we get to the big issues, I wanted to ask you, I saw something about, did you just do something with 30 turkeys on Facebook? What did I just see? What did I (laughs) see? Well, I have this relationship with a wonderful organization in Bridgeport. There's a gentleman by the name of Harry Bell. Yeah. Who is he? And he is, well, if you don't, you really should know Harry. He's a colorful, colorful figure. Yeah in um, Bridgeport, he started a organization called Color a Positive Thought. Okay. And it is because when he was a baby, he was abandoned in a hospital in in Bridgeport and grew up in the inner city, uh, had a very, very hard life. He kind of reminds me of the character in um, Michael Orr in The Blind Side. He's a big teddy bear of a guy. And we became friends um, about six years ago or longer. Uh, Believe it or not, through Facebook, and I kept seeing the good things he was really? doing, and I kept giving him a high sign and a positive. I was out of the state senate at that time, and he was doing a, um, a an award ceremony in his neighborhood in Trumbull Gardens in the community center for all the good kids that have done a good job all year. And uh, so I 
decided I was going to drop by unexpectedly, quietly watching the proceedings. And he saw me, and we hadn't met in person except through Facebook. When he saw me, we just, you know, hugged each other, hide side. It began a friendship. So every time he had a special event for his neighborhood, a giveaway after school, whether food, clothing, uh, Christmas toys, etc., he would reach out and I would respond. And one time at around Thanksgiving, he kept seeing the recipes that I post online. And he said, boy, you really cook a lot, you Tony. You do. You're unbelievable. I, Your I love to cook. Unbelievable. And I love to share my recipes and the food with people and wow. all my friends. So he said, you know, I'm giving away 500 turkeys this Thanksgiving. People are donating. And I would love for you to make 500 sides. <laughs> and I laughed. And I said, Harry, uh, you know, I'm good, but I'm not that good. But I'll tell you what. I'm going to collect the sides and do gift bags and in there we'll have all you know the sweet potatoes the pumpkin the cranberry sauce who did you get to stuffing. donate this from well to? how do you do I this? put out the word to my friends and i think i could have gotten halfway there and a gentleman who was always supporter from westport saw what i was doing and he says i want to help and he he paid for 250 more of these goods. I just had to buy them, put them together. Like to Village Market or something? And, oh, Stu Leonard's was fantastic. Every, you know, so I bought them, you know, paid full price wow. for them. And all of my friends gathered together in my garage, and we put not only 500 bags together of all these goodies, but 600. So I looked out at the sea of bags, and another friend of mine wanted to decorate them and put bows because she wanted it to be a gift. Oh. You know, and so I looked at all this. I says, well, how are we going to get them to Bridgeport? So others in my private sector company and work, they heard about it. And they said, what can we help you with? I said, well, we've got all the food, but I can't get it there. So a caravan of 11 people with their vehicles. One woman had a landscape come. She brought her truck. We piled them all in, and we did this caravan to Harry Bell at Wade's Dairy in Bridgeport. I know And Wade's we unloaded Dairy. them all and put them on the sidewalk. It was, you could tell, like, Several city blocks worth of bags. I know. I've seen when they do the giveaways. Oh, it's there. incredible! Unbelievable. It's incredible. And as I said, that started this incredible friendship. So, just a couple, a, a week or two, he says he called. He called me up. He calls me Auntie Tony. He said, Auntie, um, we've got this school, and they've got some poor families, and they're looking for, you know, fifty meals. And I said, Well, I'll partner with you on it. You get some. I'll get some. And so I didn't hear much except for the night before they wanted. Says Tony, can you bring the turkeys? I said, When? Oh, tomorrow at noon. So late at night, <laughs> I was scouring, stop and shop at all the places for turkeys. And I blessed the stop and shop in Wilton because the manager came. He saw what I was doing. He says, You know, we got this special deal, but we only two per family. I said, But this is for these poor families in Bridgeport. And he says, Let me check it out. We're going to give you the 49 cent per pound, you know, on all of these. And we'll, they loaded it up and one of their, tele, you know, check uh, checkout cashiers brought them to my car with me. And I wanted, she loaded up my car and I wanted to give her, you know, a, a tip or right. something. She wouldn't let me give her anything. It just brought me to tears. Oh, she was so, so nice. she was so taken in by this um, generosity of the people in our community and, you know, and so she she um, the next morning I brought them to the school by by noon and we distributed to the family of these children that are in a very poor school in the middle of Bridgeport. And it just again, it's such a blessing. It, it makes you feel so good. It's like, you know, you want to try to do something and then not longer that 
the same gentleman that years ago helped me from West Park calls me out of the blue and said, Tony, I want to do something good this year in the holidays for, you know, families that people. need food. Yes. Well, and I, she, he said, I think you're the person that can get me connected. And I says, boy, do I have a deal for you. And so, uh, you know, it keeps growing and it's, it's wonderful. Uh, we have a generous um, population in the state of Connecticut. They do good, they have done well, and they're now doing good for others. Well, that's you, Tony. Well, no, it is not me. It's the people that are out there that want to help. They just need to know where. And I feel like I'm, uh, you know, connect people. It's a conduit to allow them those opportunities. And we find people, and they're out there. So it's a season of giving. Yes, it's it also is. a season of great blessings and reward for us. And so what will you be doing at your Thanksgiving table? Where Who are you going to be with? Well, I am going to be with my family, my son, daughter-in-law, my two grandchildren. We're in the process right now. My son is brining the turkey. Okay. You know, and i am got all the fixings for the stuffing because they like my stuffing. You know, I've How gone, do you make your stuffing? I make it the Italian way. Which is what? You know, Sausages? In, in a pan, you, you take a, a whole stick of butter, yeah. you chop up your onions, okay. you chop up your celery, celery right. you know, and get them golden that's brown. That's what I do, too. Yeah. And then take them out, and then you fry up your sweet Italian sauces. No, that's that's part been, I don't do. That, okay. that, um, <laughs> and other people will do something else. You right. could do mushrooms. No, I'm listening. Go you ahead. could do mushrooms, yeah. which is also oh, excellent. Nice. Mm. Uh, other vegetables. Um and so I, you know, take them out of the casing and brown them up until the, you know, little bits of them. And um, I take that, I mix them together uh, with uh, collagen chicken broth. I love collagen chicken okay. broth. And I will put them um, uh, in the um, stuffing mix, yes. which is seasoned, cubed stuffing. Steven, okay, so you Ste- don't do the Pepperidge Farm the- uh, flaky one. Well, no, you, you do can do, ones? you can still get seasoned uh, Pepperidge Farms cubes. Cubed. I like that because like it's more cubed. substantial. Okay. It's not so mushy. Okay. And so I put them all together and I put enough chicken broth in it to wet them and mm-hmm. not make them too wet, yep. but just so it's moist. Yep. And um, then you stuff your turkey. Uh, after oh, you put you put your tur- your stuffing in I the turkey. I do. It gives oh. it a juice. But after you've washed your turkey and you clean out the cavity, yes. salt and pepper your cavity too. Uh-huh. Uh, and then you can put your stuffing in it. If you do not want to stuff your turkey, right. you can put uh, whole uh, onions. I will put whole onions. Some people like to put, you know, uh, quarters of um, lemon mm. in it. Uh, and I know that for various um, Jewish holidays, I've been privy to some of the most delicious chicken I've ever eaten. Oh, my God. So good with the spices on them. Uh, and so your turkey on the outside, of course, people do it many ways. You yeah. can just go simple. Yeah. Just put butter it, you know, cover it up, salt and pepper it. Uh, some people like to put herbs and spices mm-hmm. around it. Yeah. Um, I like to put celery and onions and some carrots at the base of it. Nice. So that when the drippings come off of yep. the turkey, yep. because that's where my great Gravy, gravy comes, comes in. So too. I don't like to put lemon juice there. So mm-hmm. not on the um, on the base, but certainly it's similar what you would do for gravy. Mm-hmm. There's nothing like homemade turkey gravy to put on your turkey and on your beautiful uh, golden mashed potatoes. So I, I'm loving what you're hearing. So when we make our turkey, we separate dairy and meat, so we don't ever cook. A turkey with any dairy. So like we, butter, for right, example. Exactly. But you could coat it with a little margarine, which we do. Margarine or or olive better oil. yet, yes, extra virgin yeah, olive oil. We do that. Around it and it makes it nice and crispy. So my you want to hear my recipe? Yes, for turkey? absolutely. Okay. This okay. is of course this comes from my mom. But it's unbelievably yummy. What we do is we mix uh, ketchup with orange juice. 
So let's say two to one. So it's a one-third ketchup, and it's got to be Heinz because it has sugar. Of course. Okay. <laughs> and because I've tried the other ones, and they're awful. It's got to be the old-fashioned Heinz ketchup. And uh, so it's about, two-thir- it's about two-thirds orange juice to one-third ketchup. So it's good. And we whisk it. And the bird itself has an onion and an apple in the cavity. And the bird itself has pepper and herbs de Provence and a stick of margarine or a little olive oil, whatever you want to do on the outside. But then you pour the ketchup and orange juice on top of it, the marinade, and those juices make the best gravy in the world. And you don't have to add anything to it. You don't have to add any flour, any anything. It's the most delicious gravy you've ever had. And the turkey is foolproof. I make, I have to say, the best turkey. The best. (laughs) I'm open. I am open, and it I know you are a great recipe. cook. You are a great cook, but I've never heard orange juice and ketchup. It's so good, Oh, Tony. my God. It's such Folks. a good thing to the turkey, because turkeys can be bland. Absolutely, they can. And that's the beauty of cooking and food. Right. There is thousands of combinations. Thousands, thousands. And on the stuffing, I use the Pepperidge Farm herbal mix as the base. Okay. I also do the celery and the onion. Uh, but what I do is I put um, pistachios and pecans. Oh, nuts. So I don't do the meat part, but I do do the nuts for the crunch. Nuts. And my stuffing is, I love stuff. Oh, but and I, I could love add nuts. mushrooms. Sure. I think that's not, not a, I like the idea of adding mushrooms. Love the idea, actually. Maybe I'll add mushrooms. But yeah, so that's why, that's how we do it. That's wonderful. That's how we do it. Yeah. Wonderful. And the convection helps a lot because it cuts down the cooking by a third. And so you cook it covered, 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 and then you uncover it for the last 20 minutes and it crisps up. It's really good. Good recommendations. My first time with a convention co- convection oven, and I'm looking forward to it. Oh, oh, you're going to. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it's fantastic. It's Great. Instead of five hours for a 20-pound bird, it's like three, three and a half. Wow. You've got to watch it. Okay. Got and it. I also turn over the bird because I like it crisped on both sides. I like it. That's great. I like it crispy. Yeah. So this is the important conversation. We'll be right back with Tony Boucher, 203-333-9422. Stay tuned. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Okay, we're back with Tony Boucher. Tony, can you hear better now? I'm good. Be much better. I'm good. Yeah? Okay, good. Uh, so, Tony, first of all, we were talking food and 203-333-9422. What could be more important than food and the holiday and turkeys and stuffings and gravies? I do my gravy strictly from the bird. I don't add anything to it. You add something to your gravy? My gravy starts off with the drippings at the bottom of the pan right. after I separate the 
any oil that you've had from it right, the to fat. get down you to the get juices. Of the you want to get the juices. Right. And I, then I transfer it uh, to a um, a pan, right. you know, a fry pan. But I had, in the meantime, all the giblets that you find inside the turkey, yeah. I wash them off and I put them in a pot and I put some um, chicken broth in it and have them cook up with some uh, onion, um, celery, uh, and even a, a a clove of garlic, and I let that cook up, and that's some juice. And I um, will take the drippings, and the but I take the 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 broth that I've been cooking, put them out, and let them cool. And that's when I put my, you know, tablespoon of flour. Oh, you uh, do. to to make it thicker, so yeah. to thicken it. So then I pour that into my pan mm-hmm. uh, with the um, drippings from the turkey, uh, and I start to pour that in. And again. I, my go-to college in chicken broth. Yeah, you know, I also use that to uh, to make to enhance it, the flavor. Yes, and yeah. to water it down and not yeah. be too thick, so it's just the right consistency. But the flavor from the salt and pepper and so forth from the turkey yeah. is in those pan juices, right. and that becomes my gravy. Yeah, so mine is just ketchup and orange juice. Oh, I don't need God. anything else. But think God. about how sweet and yummy that is. Oh, and yeah. tangy. It's tangy. so good. Tangy and sweet, which is a different with the, with the fat of the bird. In other right, words, with right. all of that, so well. we don't need to do anything else. So we just throw it right on the stove. We heat it up. It's fantastic. It's really, I'm going to really try good. that. I'm going to have to so have you new. come over for turkey. This is one so day. new for sure. Yeah, I have to have you come over for turkey. And again, it's completely kosher. There's no dairy in it. There's no anything, whatever. So two zero three 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 nine four two two. All right, Tony. So I guess I should get to um, the fact that you are a political official. And so you want to tell me what your ambitions are for Wilton for the next couple? First of all, is it a two-year or four-year term? It is now a four-year term. Congratulations. So, um, okay. you know, I'll be long in the tooth by the time this concludes. You will not be. Tony, you're so young. <laughs> you're so ridiculous. So well, young. I still feel young. And, you know, what they say, you're as young as you feel. And that's for sure. Um, You've got the yeah. energy of a 20-year-old. Uh, well, you know, they say if you do what you love, it's not work. That's you know? true. And you end up putting a lot more time into it. It. I, I was planning, by the way, to have a writing career, and I'm at the tail end of finishing the first book, and I have a second one in research phase, and I've got ideas for a third and fourth, believe it or not. So this is kind of getting in the way because it, it is one of the hardest things I've ever done. However, front and center now, my number one priority is the town of Wilton mm-hmm. and also our region because mm-hmm. the town of Wilton is one of 18 towns in something called the WESCOG, the Western Connecticut Council of Governments, and they convene once a month to talk about infrastructure needs and to be able to cooperate um, again voluntarily together uh, to bring infrastructure dollars that come from the feds and often the state and implement the needy projects in our region. Yeah, we had Francis Pickering here. He's fantastic, by the way. And, you know, one of the things that brings me some level of comfort is that, you know, having been around so long at the state level and local level, um, it's kind of for me like back to the future. I started on the local board of ed and the board of selectmen, in fact. And so knowing the people that are in state government and state agencies is so much easier when you can pick up the phone and you know each other for so long. You've built a relationship and trust. And then you can get on to what sometimes can be difficult, uh, challenging issues. So, Tony, I have not seen a town, if I really compare, I have not seen a town quite like the transformation of Wilton that is being contemplated in the next several years between the Route 7 corridor, which is its own sort of special section of Wilton, and downtown Wilton itself, with an inundation of multifamily rentals, 
I'm not seeing single-family homes. I'm not seeing townhouses. I'm not even seeing condos. I'm only seeing and hearing rentals, which create wealth for landlords and create certainly short-term, sometimes longer-term, places for people to live where they don't have to make a big investment, and that can be a good thing. But if the goal is to have feeling of a true stake in a community, a real stake, and longevity, and build generational wealth, uh, an onslaught of rentals is rarely the solution. So I'm curious to know how you view all of these, and do you do you separate out different sections of Wilton and say this would work for this part of Wilton, but not necessarily for this part of Wilton? You've lived in that town for such a long time. How do you see what's on the chopping block with your own vision of the town? And what can you do about it as first selectman? Well, you know, um, you've really hit uh, uh, on the head the most pressing concern I have. Outside of other things, front and center, we're going to have a revaluation of all of our properties starting the first week I'm in office. Really? Um, there's a revaluation of your property every five years. Uh, Wilton got a one-year delay, so it's instead of 2023, it's now in 2024. Uh, uh, so uh, to, to bring the new costs to the homeowners and businesses on July 1 of 2024, the process has already commenced even before I get there. I get there on December 1, but notices to the residents about their new valuation of their homes and the change to the grand list will happen about mid-December. So the very first thing I have to do is to notify people that this you're going they're going to be getting a letter. And it may be jarring because what has happened is that uh, the value of commercial property has gone down in the last few years quite a bit. And the but home value has gone up. Yes, the residentials have gone up since COVID because, as you've seen in Westport and Wilton, you know, a lot of folks have moved in from New York City. Yes. And as a result, the homes that were languishing in value now have really gone up substantially. So there's going to be a shift of, of the cost of property taxes to the homeowner. Now, if they see that their home in value has gone up 10 or 20 percent, that does not equate to a tax increase of 10 or 20 percent. It may be anywhere from four to seven, however which is substantially more than what they've been used to lately, yes. or 2 or 3 or 4% okay. at the very, very most. So that's going to be jarring. And from what I understand from others, it's when all of the complaints and phone calls start so to hit the first them. time. I'm going to get all the complaints. So I want to let people know in advance as much as I can. If they're listening in, you know, be forewarned. And the second order uh, of business as a, as a concern is the infrastructure that needs maintenance and attention. There's a lot of it in Wilton, and there is a thought that there's going to be a meeting uh, the week after Thanksgiving that will talk about a study that was just conducted that could be in the neighborhood of $100 million in the next 10 years just for our school infrastructure. And then we're going to have another report on the town-owned buildings as well. So that's huge. But you've hit on our vision for our community. And a lot of your values really mirror my values, Lisa. I've heard you talk about this time and again. You and I have exchanged good conversations about it. What draws people to Wilton and to Westport, too, is not only having some amenities, but the charm and the character, the ability to breathe more widely when they leave a very 
dense community or city, and they like having space and um, the beauty of the environment around it without, you know, very tall, high-rise apartment buildings. Uh, certainly the planning and zoning uh, area is mostly responsible how those zones are created and changed over time, uh, what's approved. But on a board of selectmen or uh, town councils, they also are in charge about how much sewage and water capacity will they have. And it's not just what currently is being used, but how much more would they need with the large increases in development. And that's where the Board of Selectmen could take a very good look at that and and look at um, just the pace and the quantity and see if there is a balance that can be created there. So that's something I'm going to be looking at carefully along with the board. Does Wilton have any sewers? We do not. We uh, purchase our sewer capacity through the city of Norwalk. We have to ask them for more capacity. Should we want more capacity? Are there sewers up and down Route 7? Yes, there is. And there's um, not just hooking into. You can if it's near your property. But it's expansion of it costs a great deal of money. So... And is that is that money spread equally among all the taxpayers in Wilton? How is that money? Well, certainly spent? it's paid by with the town budget. Now, Westport has an RTM. Yes. Wilton has a town meeting form of government. Norwalk has a like town Weston. council, city council. So what that means is our RTM is every voter in the town yeah, of Weston. Weston is yes, like that. The it, pure it is. democracy. It not is. A representative I, I actually democracy. like it. People have asked me, would you want to change it? No, I would not want to change it. Right now, we're still 18,400 and so people. We're not, you know, 30 or 40,000. Westport is 30,000. Uh, Norwalk is, you know, near 100,000. So, you know, f- it still works for us. And the ability for the individual voter to participate in its town is a wonderful thing. I think it's a, a great democracy, very close to the people. So we we will be having to look at just the pace of development. There is a, unfortunately, Wilton's downtown is small. It's constrained. It, it was filled with small um, uh, little um, colonial office buildings, small office buildings, doctors, lawyers, um, you had businessmen, uh, you had um, small companies, little retail shops. We have a small um, village market grocery store that everybody adores, but we also have a large stop and shop, and we have um, others coming in that are more chain-oriented. Who? Who's coming in? Well, we have... um, we, I think we're going to have Chipotle coming into the area, which is going to be near the um, TJ Maxx and the Outback in that region. But that's right. The South Wilton is at Route 7 is much more dense and commercially it is. developed. Boston Market's okay. going to be leaving. Well, bye. Yeah. Well, that's, well, Chipotle, <laughs> that's leaving everywhere. I, I believe is that Chipotle is going to be taking its place. Okay. But we have, uh, you know, great little uh, restaurants like Pressburger. We have lots of little restaurants. We have uh, a homegrown pizza parlor, Parlor Pizza, which we love. Those Someone, are in downtown. Wilson. That's right. That's yeah. downtown. But downtown also has large commercial development that's only one story or two at the most. And they're looking to make themselves five stories, four to five stories. And that's part of the new zoning overlay that's been developed, uh, segregating it from downtown over by our train station on Station Road and two other places on Route 7 close to where the town hall is. So those are four different overlays. Does the town want five-story buildings downtown? Is that what the town wanted? 
I will tell you that the planning and zoning leadership wants it, very strongly wants it, and has supported that. Whether the town-wide uh, supports it... Uh, will they, they have a chance to weigh in on well, it? Well, they've had a public hearing, but very few people uh, participated. And my view is you should be surveying the town. And uh, that's what they did with the signage changes. They surveyed the town. They got 237 people responded. It was fantastic. And the results were, I participated. It was great. We should be doing more of that in the town. We should be eliciting it because... As first selectman, can you make sure that that happens? Can you put a break on planning and zoning? Are you allowed to do that? Well, no, they're a separate entity. Okay, and they govern themselves. As I said, our participation is on how much sewer capacity do mm. we um, want to expand, expand or not. And and that's where I think the compromises come in because they, it, it makes sense for more dense development on Route 7 where it can handle the traffic. But downtown Wilton right now is experiencing a traffic problem. And there is already a building going up with 200 units across from the post office. What happens if we put 100 more cars? That's notwithstanding all the other development that is in the works um, with some buildings that are owned by We're going to have to have you companies. back, Tony Boucher. Oh my gosh. I have to have you back. Well, my goal is to preserve what makes Wilton attractive. It's attractive to families. We have over 50% families, and a lot of them, by the way, love our restaurants, but they go home and um, they put their kids to bed at 8 30 at night. So they're not going to be in the bars at midnight. Happy Thanksgiving, sweetheart. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you for having me on. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. 
For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at lisa at lisawexler.com. 